aha moments. Those moments of sudden insight or discovery, we've all had them, and often they're preceded by challenging situations. They change us and move us forward in positive ways. It's like we're stumbling into a secret world of knowledge. How did we not know this before? How come no one told us that we had the power to heal ourselves? We've been gently nudged toward healthy living all our lives, but it usually takes a health crisis to smack us in the face, so we slow down enough to reflect and learn. We press pause on our busyness to stop and think about what we need to change. The light bulb hits, aha moment sinks in, and our lives are better for it. We try to pass along this secret information to others so they don't have to suffer like we did. It only seems right. These lessons are to be shared, so let's talk about them. On today's show, we're learning about Dr. Kell's life and how his aha moments influenced his path to health and wellness. He wants to help us recognize when we have an issue and teach us what we can do about it. Hey everyone, and welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Kell. This is Nikki Sterner, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Kell Fullerton in Oceanside, California on episode one. Welcome, Dr. Kell. All right, let's back it up a little bit, and can you please tell the listeners where you started out? What, like, take us back. What was all my the way motivation? Back. Yes. Oh, wow, it goes way back, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could be a long story, too, so I'll try to make it. Uh... Not too boring for everyone, but uh, appreciate that. The, it really starts back <laughs> when I was a little kid uh, with my grandmother. Long time um, ago. My grandmother was a, oh, back in the day, they would have called her a health fanatic. Today, she would have fit right in with, with, with more mainstream, I think. But I can remember as a small child staying, staying with her, <clears throat> we would go to the health food store, these little shops back then that, uh, you know, only the fringe people would go to and... We would walk in, and she would talk to me about about things. She she had lots of books about uh, natural healing, and and she she you know I don't want to knock the the medical profession, but she was a bit anti medical. She'd had uh, family members that had gone to the hospital and never came back alive, um, and uh, wow. um, so that kind of pushed her towards uh, natural thinking and and think, trying to figure out that. Uh, or understand uh, that the body has the ability to heal itself. You just got to remove the interference. But she, um, she taught me these things. She would say she would point to things. We, we would go in the, in the into the regular grocery store. She back then, and we're talking, you know, fifty plus years ago, fifty five years ago. She'd walk into the store and she'd start reading the labels and telling me about things. Oh, this isn't good, and this isn't good, and this isn't good. And I'm like, oh. You know, as a, wow. as a six, seven-year-old kid, eight-year-old kid, you're like, okay, okay, Grandma. You know, but uh, time. that began uh, me thinking more about natural healing. And as I grew older, it, it actually got me, <laughs> people probably thought it odd to see a 12-year-old kid walk in the store and start reading the ingredients <laughs> on the back of my <laughs> But I did. And I would say things to my mother, oh, that's not good. Don't eat that. And... Uh, <laughs> And so anyway, as I grew um, and I, you know, there, there was a time, I, I have to admit, through high school, I kind of got away from it. You know, everybody starts eating junk food eventually, um, just kind of, you know, soda and chips, that, that kind of the thing people do. And, and I began to realize just how bad I felt. You know, I, I remember I was actually in the eighth grade, I, I was fat and because I, I was living on soda and chips and and <laughs> And, you know, people started making fun of me. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. 
you know, I, I can't be this way. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, started eating better and losing weight, getting more fit, exercising. And, and uh, wow. uh, in high school, I wrestled. I was even a, a gymnast. Um, and so I got more into natural health and realizing, hey, you know, I can't be this way. People shouldn't be this way. And that led me into uh, down the road of eventually becoming a chiropractic doctor, a nutritionist, and a healthcare provider. And I've done that for the past 30 years. Okay, so Dr. Cal, thanks for telling us your personal story of how you overcame, you know, eating poor foods and you had a little bit of a belly, it sounds like, and you turned it around with eating the right foods and lifting weights. When did you decide that you actually wanted to help others overcome this? Well, it was interesting, actually, when I was in junior high, as I mentioned previously, that I was overweight. And I actually, funny enough, uh, some of my friends were like the jocks. Um, And they got into wrestling initially. uh, And I was actually one of the guys that would go in there and work with the trainers and, and, uh, um, you know, somebody get injured, I'd help, help the trainers, you know, work on them. And, and, and so I was kind of like, uh, I kind of enjoy this, but, but I kind of like, you know, those guys are, those guys out there wrestling and doing this stuff are actually, you know, probably having more fun than I am at the time. So then I kind of got into doing that as well. Um, but I did enjoy working with people and, and working with, people who had injuries. And so um, that kind of began me thinking about that. Oddly enough, I I didn't immediately go into healthcare. Um, my first degree was in aerospace science. Um, I was ori- originally interested in science. I, I enjoyed science classes, chemistry and, and, and biology and, and all that. But I also enjoyed uh, aviation. I like to watch airplanes and I wanted to fly airplanes. And and so I went into that. And then later after graduating uh, with a BS degree in aerospace science, I then kind of clicked that I, hey, I want to do more. I want to help other people. And so I decided to go become a chiropractor. Uh, chiropractic, I understood. My, my grandmother, again, was kind of like, she thought chiropractors did wonderful things for people. She had had people she'd sent to them and gone to them as well. Um, and uh, and so I considered all the different uh, healthcare professions. I thought about becoming a medical doctor. I thought about becoming a physical therapist. Um, there were a variety of things that I considered, and, and the reason I went into chiropractic because it seemed the most natural uh, to me. <clears throat> and it also had that sports aspect of what I had already experienced. Mm-hmm. And so then I made the change and I went on to chiropractic school and here we are today. That's so interesting. I didn't know that you were in the training room in high school, was it? I was actually in junior high when I first Junior high. So young. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's a good start. So it sounds like you were called from a pretty early age to help people. Do you have any examples of, you know, Sometime in the past where you were called to help someone that you knew, a family member, a friend, someone that you made a difference in and you were able to help overcome something? Well, in the beginning, um, like we already talked about in junior high, just working with the trainers and seeing, like, you know, the other guys come in after wrestling and they got injured and and then working with them and seeing them get better, um, that was 
kind of inspiring me at the time. It, it's just kind of neat to see. It, it may sound kind of odd, too. I, I mean, I've always been a pet lover and uh, always hated to see hurt animals and, and people in general. I, I just don't like to see people suffer. And uh, uh, so as I was going through uh, chiropractic school, um, working in the clinic, um, a lot of people came in there with all kinds of problems that we've kind of discussed before. But I mean, why would someone go to see a chiropractor? Um, usually back and neck pain are, are a common issue, headaches, things like that. And, and I saw people come into the clinic and go out, hey, my headache's gone. I, I, I remember in my very first practice, I, I actually moved out of California, went to a little town in central Arizona called Williams, Arizona. And I remember this young woman walking into my office and she said, I have been experiencing severe headaches for the past several years. And and from, from the time I was in junior high until now, and I think she was in her mid-20s at that point, and, uh, and no one's been able to help me. And it was kind of a shocker to me as well, but I, I manipulated or adjusted her neck Um she stood up and started yelling. She goes, my headache's gone. My headache's gone. I, I, my headache is gone. <laughs> and it, it was like a miracle to her. And, uh, you know, since then, I've, I've treated thousands of people. And everything from simple things like uh, with chiropractic in and of itself with, uh, you know, back pain, neck pain, joint pain throughout the body um, – with improvement, and and then I went on to to learn about more about nutrition and acupuncture, um, a licensed acupuncture puncturist as well, and and uh, and did a lot of acupuncture for several years, and then I got into hypnotherapy and the emotional aspect of pain. Um, there, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about how there's three three aspects of health: the physical, the emotional, and the nutritional. Uh, oftentimes, the emotional can be sometimes the the most significant, uh, you know, you, you you can get the physical function back, you can get the joints working, the, the motion corrected, uh, you can supply them with the healthy foods and the nutrition, but if their emotional aspect isn't fixed, their pain sometimes doesn't go away. But if you can take care of all three of those together, combine them together, then you can find health again. And, you know, that's where happiness come from, comes from in my mind. And that's what you do for people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I try to help people be happy, and, and that's one of the ways you achieve it. It's tough to be happy if you're not healthy. Um, that's true. Thanks, Dr. Kell, for going in depth into your story. It sounds like you're really passionate about helping oh, people. You're, you're right, Nikki. I am. I am. I, I, and that's why we're doing this podcast. You know, I can only help so many people here in Oceanside, California. True. And, but through the podcast, I can help a lot more. We can make a difference, and that's why we're here. I love that. Dr. Kell, I was wondering, did you have a specific moment in your life where you realized this is the way that you want to go down the natural path versus any other path? Well, thanks for asking that question, Nikki. I, I you know, we kind of touched on it earlier, but, but really, if I think about it, I remember, you know, I talked about my grandmother earlier and what effect she had on my life. When I was seven, I remember uh, my parents coming in telling me that. Uh, Hard to talk about it, oh, but uh, I see that. I'm sorry. Um, coming in and telling me that my grandfather had died. 
And at the time, I'm like, what? You know, I didn't really understand death and loss other than now. Um, oddly enough, this this was my grandmother who was the influence. Um, this was not this, her husband. Oh, it was, okay. Was it, was, it was my other, uh, okay. my my father's uh, father um, had passed. And, mm. and I remember we went for this long drive um, to go over to help my grandmother, uh, my father's mother, um, and deal with the funeral arrangements. And I remember just uh, being so sad that he was gone. And the, then there was talk about how he died of a heart attack. And he was only 66 years old. Wow. And um, later, talking to that about with my mother's mother, my other grandmother, who was all into health and how, how you know, that probably could have been avoided if he'd just taken better care of himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he just was out shoveling snow that day and, and had a heart attack and died. And um, he lived in eastern Washington. And uh, um, I think that was really kind of hit me hard and made me think, wow, um, too bad he didn't take better care of himself. Yeah. That's crazy. That reminds me of my best friend, her father. He's still alive, but he had a heart attack shoveling snow as well in Montana. Yeah. First thing common in the morning. Thing. It is common. common. Thing. You don't realize yeah. it, but yeah. It's, yeah, it goes it on happens. all the time. And people are unaware, you know, they think they're healthy, everything's going well. I mean, he had no idea he had heart problems. Yeah. And just boom, they're gone. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's so important to take care of yourself, and that's why we're here. It is, yeah. So after you went through that with your the loss of your grandfather, what did you change in your life? Well, I can't say I probably changed much as a seven-year-old, but uh, um, it kept me thinking, right? Um, and the effects of my grandmother, um, that experience, um, and and many other things. My own health issues when I got a little chubby as an eight-year-old or as an eighth-grader, um, uh, and began realizing, wait a minute, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, you talk about one moment. There were really several, Nikki. Um, several times throughout my life, especially in those uh, early years through my teenage years. Um, and like most people, I flipped back and forth where I was trying to eat healthy and then kind of got into eating poorly and, and then noticed how my health was poor as well. I remember going out, I wanted to try out for the track team and I was going to do the, 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 I can't remember, it was 440 or the 8080. I think it might even just been the 440 and running around the track and being so out of breath that I, I couldn't keep up with anybody. I was, I was the guy in last place and the little, poor little fat kid running at the end. And it, uh, I'm glad I can laugh about it now, but, uh, um, at the time it was devastating. And but it did work in the fact that it got me going. Okay, things need to change, and it helped me realize that diet makes a difference. And there we are today. So you realize this from such a young age. Have you had any health obstacles to overcome as an adult? Well, I've been very fortunate. Even though I ate poorly in my younger years, um, though I've had some accidents. Had a motorcycle accident, which uh, uh, crushed a couple vertebrae in my back, and and mm-hmm. and and such. But funny enough, with chiropractic and and exercise uh, most of my life, that hasn't bothered me. And that happened, uh, um, it's been probably, how long ago was that now? I'm getting old, I can't remember everything. Um, but that was back in, uh, that was back in 1996 when that happened. And really, you, you would think it would have destroyed me and, and could have put me in a wheelchair, um, but didn't. And uh, through uh, good eating and exercise and, and uh, 
chiropractic, uh, I haven't had any problems. 25 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What will our listeners take away from this podcast? What are you going to teach them as they come along with us each week, as you teach them health lessons that you've learned along the way that have helped other people? What are you going to do for them in this podcast? Well, my goals are to help them as I've helped myself, really. Um, as we've already kind of talked about, uh, the, the different instances in my life that affected me and helped me think about what I need to change. Um, I think the single biggest thing that anybody listening can do is first recognize they have an issue. Um, you know, to anybody out there listening who's sitting on the couch and has a big belly or, or other areas of their body they want to change. Um, we don't want to make this just about weight loss, but there are so many different health issues, you know, whether you're, whether you're young or old or somewhere in between, you can change and you can change today. And so we want that this podcast to help enable people to first recognize they have a problem and then teach them what they can do about it. I think it's so easy to ignore the signs that your body give you. Like I think so many people take oh, ibuprofen oh, Nikki, and do all sorts of things. It makes me think about the fact that people are unaware. You're only your your brain is only aware of five percent of the, of what's going on in your body. Did you know that? No. Most people don't know when they have cancer until it's too late. Um, and so many other diseases develop within the body that you're totally unaware of until it's progressed significantly. And that's because our body is so amazing. I mean, it, it, it you think of the millions of cells that exist and, and the organs that function, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible, to me, it's, it's an organic machine. And you look at all of the machines that men have made on the earth, many of those things have developed from them looking inside the body and seeing how it works. Um, and so it's, it's just a thing people need to do. You, you've got to recognize what your problems are. And if you can't recognize that, I mean, it's obvious if you're overweight. Okay, I need to make a change. But let's say you're thin and you really aren't experiencing any health problems. It's good to get checkups, whether you're going to the medical doctor for a checkup, go see your chiropractor, nutritionist, or emotional therapist for a checkup. You need to get in and get checked out. You need to educate yourself. And this is part of what we're doing. We want to educate people about not only what to do, but what they can do, what are the resources out there to go find. Um, you know, we're going to get into later about some of the products that, that and things that can help you that have that are out there as well as some that I'm in the process creating myself. So anyway, Nikki, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much for being with us today, Dr. Cal. Can you tell us a little bit more about what we can expect in episode number two? Nikki, this is a journey, right, for all of us? Um, you know, it, it, and we already discussed part of that journey is figuring out where you are now. Um, but what's the goal? What, what's the whole intent? We want people to figure out where they are and where they want to go to. Um, you know, pe people listening, I, I would I would guess most people that tune in and listen to this uh, podcast and those they those who tell their friends about it are are excited about, hey, maybe I can finally do something about this health issue I have. Or maybe they're just thinking about how can I continue to maintain my health? And so we're on this journey and we're going to figure out the goals. We're going to help them figure out their goals and where they want to get to. That's what we're going to talk about. On that note, I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of this podcast next week. And if you know of anyone else who can benefit from listening to this, please, please share it with them. We'd love that. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. 
We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.